More American than an eagle drilling an apple pie for oil. <laughs> it's John O'Ben and Sharon live from the States with American Airlines. Welcome along to the show. Uh, of course, we are live in LA, but it doesn't mean we're not thinking about everyone affected by the fires in Christchurch. Think of you guys this afternoon. Oh, it was heartbreaking looking on social media and reading all the news and stuff this morning, and we are going to keep you up to date with the latest things, so just listen out for the news updates. At the top of each hour, we'll bring you the latest info, and we're definitely thinking of you guys. And Mother Nature, stop being such a big bee and leave Christchurch alone. Also on the show today, uh, we catch up with Hollywood superstar Matt Damon. Yeah, we've got Matt Damon. His uh, new movie, The Great Wall, is out in cinemas today. Plus, who wants to go to America? Oh, who wants to go for free? Oh, who wants to stay in a hotel? Oh, you can do all of those things after five o'clock this evening. <laughs> Even answer your own questions. Oh, okay. It's John O'Ben and Sharon on the edge. John O'Ben and Sharon on the edge. You're on the edge. John O'Ben and Sharon coming to you from America. Thanks to American Woo! Airlines. Of course, Donald Trump. Sorry, phone's going, Sharon. You Sorry. keep talking. Oh, that's the phone. Oh, that's the hotel phone. It's what happens when you broadcast out of a hotel room. Yeah. Hello? <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Thompson speaking. No, you're not Mr. Thompson. Oh, John O'Starling, are you staying under an alias again? Someone's got, to, someone's got to pay the bill for the lunch. I didn't kill her. Oh, what? Oh, it's Kate. Oh, did oh. we not pay our lunch bill? No, no, we just kept <laughs> her. Oh, God. Me, though? <laughs> it's $281. Yeah, we got, we got okay. quite a lot of lunch. Okay, well, um, I'll get someone to come down. Carl, whose room we're broadcasting from, <laughs> Carl Thompson, has one hella lunch bill to pay. <laughs> May have been all of us. Sorry, Sharon, continue on. Well, for goodness sake, for goodness sake. I'm Different go... customs here, eh? You have lunch, you're expected to pay for it. I didn't know that. He's like, the guy on the phone's like, so you guys, you had lunch <laughs> and no one paid. Uh, you've got until five o'clock. And then what, what happens? And gets charged to Carl's room. Oh, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. I don't get a lot. Isn't that funny when that happens, though? Just you can be in the randomest place and you can accidentally steal something. Yeah. Like I went to a party once and didn't even realize, but my husband had been putting things in my bag all night. It's his like party trick. I, I don't know if it's a party trick, more theft. Is it, it's a party trick because I usually find it, but this time I didn't find it. I accidentally went to a party at a person's house I didn't really know and stole their landline phone. So I woke up, I, I was paying the taxi when I got home and I was like, oh my God, why have I got an entire landline phone? The next day I had to go back and return their landline. That's inconvenient. Oh, well, there was, I, I know what you mean when you accidentally steal stuff. Oh. There was this one time I walked into a bank with a balaclava on my head. No, not the I was same like, thing. Oh, give yeah. me all your money. <laughs> no. accidentally walked out of the bank with hundreds of thousands of dollars. Okay, well, this is, this is, a, this is a game changer, but 0800 The Edge right now, when have you accidentally <laughs> stole something? I mean, it, it does happen and for, my turkey burger was delicious, by the way, and I am glad I stole it. Your I'm turkey a rebel. Burger. That's what I had for lunch that I accidentally That's what stole. Carl's That's what Carl's That's what Carl, good on you. Hey, thanks. Round of applause yeah, for Carl. Yeah, Carl. Yeah. $280 worth of lunch. Woo! Oh, 800, the usual text us at 3343. What did you accidentally steal? What have you accidentally stolen, Mel? Um, so, same as you, Sharon. I was in America. Um, yeah. I was in Vegas, and I went into Long's Drugstore, which is like a big pharmacy, and I was buying like uh-huh. capstick and stupid stuff like that. I had an apple juice. Underneath my arm, as you oh, do. Yeah. And I was just passing all the stuff onto the um, counter. And then they put all that through and I still had the apple juice under my arm. And I thought yeah. like Homeland Security was going to come and arrest me in the middle of the Because <laughs> I walked out with that apple juice and I never looked back. But I was <laughs> like, I can't go back because they have my face and they know yes. and I'm not going to be able to go home. 
Well, this is actually an undercover sting for Homeland Security. <laughs> no. uh, thank you very much. We've traced, no. we've traced your number. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll be sending the officials around shortly. Now, let's be honest. How how good did that apple juice taste? Or are you like me when you feel so guilty you just have to get rid of the evidence? I actually just sat on the hotel table and stared at me for the rest of the time that we're in Vegas. And I chugged out a bit and I was like, I cannot drink this. Thanks for your call, babe. I know there's a lot no of stuff problem. going on in America at the moment, Mel, and I know your apple juice theft is high on the priority list. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, who knows with what's going on? It probably will be. Luke, welcome to the show. What have you accidentally stolen, babe? I was listening to the breakfast show a few years back, and JJ said something about cheese being the most commonly stolen item in the world. That's wow. Like, if everyone else is getting on it, then why shouldn't I? So I just steal my cheese. So hang on. Well, you a haven't accidentally stolen. Yeah, you just straight up stole well, the cheese. He's really. <laughs> like, I oh, know you got me. You got me. I just want to brag about stealing oh some cheese. Oh my god, Luke, get out of here, mate, before you get in trouble. But hey, hold the line because we're gonna hit. Oh, I love you a lot. No, hey, Luke, you not only have you stolen cheese, you've stolen our hearts oh, this yeah. afternoon. Hold the line, though, babe, because we're gonna hook you up we're with. We're not giving a... him a prize yes, for stealing are. cheese. And we are. are we? Yes. What sort of radio show is this? We're gonna give you a thirty-dollar BK voucher. Are you seeing so going here? Cheese. Yes. <laughs> so he doesn't have to steal it, he can just buy it. It's a theft on the radio. Now you're like, hey, have a sweet $30 BK voucher. Yeah, go and use oh, it. And, uh, put your cheese in a burger you get for free from Burger King. Hey, Luke, no, let's be honest. Uh, I I think I already know because of what you stole, but when I give you this $30 BK voucher, what would you add to your Whopper to have it your way? Probably like $29 worth of cheese. Yeah, here we go. Good luck, babe. He's won me back. <laughs> he stole your heart too, Ben. Next, uh, we've got Hollywood superstar Matt Damon joining us on the show. There's a name I just dropped. Well, pick it up and, and, <laughs> and put it, it on the radio <laughs> next. <laughs> hot damn, we're in the hot seat. Woo, coming up around the bed. Woo. Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Jono, we got to catch up with Matt Damon. Yeah, we did. We just saw him walking down the road. We're like, hey, bro, came <laughs> no. for a bit of a chimney. <laughs> He's promoting his brand new action movie. It's called The Great Wall. It's in uh, New Zealand cinemas today. And here's what Matt had to say. Matt Damon. <laughs> no, that was me. <laughs> hey, congratulations on The Great Wall. Epic movie. Thank you. Thank you. First question. Do you know the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> no. I don't. I don't. It didn't come right get, up. It no. didn't. Get, uh, it's not, hey, that's not our first morning. question. I'm, I'm so sorry. They should have that in the other room. I think, you know. Sorry. Yeah. The first actual question. The movie, of course, has alien, bloodthirsty monsters trying to attack the Great Wall. We don't know our history. Is it based on a true story? Yes. It is. Yes. Story. This all happened. You know, yeah. from the writings and the drawings we have from that time, yeah. this was about 900 years ago. Right. There was a, mo- a wave of monsters that gotcha. attacked the Great Wall. Yeah. And uh, and a. a a, a mysterious Chinese army um, uh, defended the wall uh, with the help of a, uh, a mercenary who a handsome mercenary yeah who was he was there to steal gunpowder but uh, had a change of heart <laughs> that's a hell of a story yeah. now in New Zealand we don't have great walls no. but we have a lot of great fences we thought we could make a movie about a great fence a fantastic. our favourite fence is this one it's which a is a, a bra fence oh fantastic um, what do you think do you think alien monsters would like to attack that or uh, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people would like to attack that. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly people who don't have brows. Need brows. <laughs> on the, um, IMDb, it says some parts of the movie were filmed in New Zealand. Where is we're that from. true? Is that true, or are we just trying to lay claim to something? That <laughs> no, we but Weta Wet- was on the movie, and they did all the weapons, and so there was a huge NZ presence there. Yeah. Um, did they basically a- sell you like leftover stuff from Lord of the Rings? No, no, no. Actually, <laughs> like, because because you know, every time I work with Weta, I'll get one of their books, and they're really good about. 
you know, they're proud of the work they do, and rightly so, and so it's all cataloged. All right. So if you can turn, go into one of their books and be like, hey, bullshit, man, this is the Lord <laughs> of the Rings, they'd get in trouble. So they're really good about designing new stuff for every movie, you know. Hey, uh, you've got a best friend called Ben. I do. I've got a best friend called Ben. Fantastic. Want to play a game? I'll tell you something awful about him, <laughs> and then you tell me something awful about your Ben. All right, fantastic. I'll tell you something embarrassing about him. He I'll... went to a school ball wearing a Looney Tunes suit of all the cartoon characters made out of bed sheets. Wow. Yeah, I did. That's fantastic. It wasn't a cool look. Uh, what about your Ben? embarrassing about your Ben? Ben used to have uh, gaps in his teeth yeah. when he was a kid, and, and he came up to me laughing one day in high school because he was in this... He was, like, going back and forth. This, him and this girl were making fun of uh, each other, and, uh, and he said he made some crack about her, and she said, uh, and she was from Haiti, and she said, get out of my face, you space tooth monkey. And, like, so since then, we've called him the space tooth monkey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he was about 14 then. Yeah. Now, this movie, one of the most, well, the most expensive film uh, to be made from China, millions and millions of dollars, Three replica great walls. Yeah. Five hundred odd extras. Yeah, yeah. Did you feel pressure, or do you feel pressure now that we've asked this question? No, it was a. Uh, it, it it was really honestly like I went like when else is this ever going to happen? Like it was the biggest movie I've ever been on, and I was it, it was like making a movie with like a hundred years ago, like mm -hmm. Cecil B. DeMille, where you're just like, wow, this is actually happening, and and I think also because it did well in China and it's open now and it's made it over two hundred and twenty million bucks. Wow. So like. It kind of takes the pressure off now. Like I, like I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> just stop bragging about the 220 million bucks you can make. No, but it's like, but no, it's just as long as they, everyone got their money back. You know, I'm like, okay, you're like good. I still have a job. Okay, we're good. Oh, uh, we were told to wrap up, and I got to wrap up. I'm cramping up too. <laughs> He was bloody awesome. That's just a little bit of the interview. We're going to play the full thing on our TV show, which returns next week. John and Ben live Thursday night, 7:30. Jeez, and if you don't put that in your diary now. <laughs> Yeah, well, you can do it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be shooting in, that's for sure. Well, I, you I have, have to, to yeah. you've got to be it's there. It's part of my job. John O'Brien and Sharon. On the edge. Guess who's back? Back again. Again. It's Millie, nine-year-old yeah. Millie. We get, we get to come in here and uh, use the you know, employ the goods. The Chinese are onto something with child labour, aren't they? <laughs> We're bloody making some top-notch shoes for years. Yeah, and, uh, are you only good at shoes, Millie? <laughs> Because I've got a few that I need. You, you can know, you do some shoes? Make some shoes. Make some shoes, cover in the afternoon. Whip us up some knockoff Yeezys or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Great. Excellent. We're starting our own sweatshop here at the uh, radio station. Oh, yeah. Uh, but at the moment, you're involved in the sweatshop of prank calls, Millie, because uh, this is just kidding. We get you to phone places and... And, um, and basically just read stuff we've written on paper for you. <laughs> say the stuff that we're too scared to say and That's not right. cute enough yeah. to say. <laughs> so this week we got to ring a florist. Yeah. That's right, yeah. You got to order some flowers? Ordered some flowers before, Millie? No. Okay, well, here's your first time. First have time got, for everything. Have you got uh, anyone at your uh, school that you've seen flowers to, Millie? No. Ooh. Ooh. No. Let's give a florist call right now. Backwards Flores, Tracy speaking. Hi, do you deliver flowers? We do. I would like to send some flowers in the car to someone. Okay, do you want to get it delivered today or tomorrow? Yep. Or another day? Today. Today? Okay. Do you know the name of the person you want it to go to? Ethan. 
Ethan. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll tell you what I want to say on the card, okay? Okay. Ethan, you are the worst human being in the world. I know you keep pulling my hair because you like me, but I will never like you because you have boy germs. Plus, you pick your nose. From Millie. <laughs> From Millie, was it? M-I-L-L-I-E? Yes. Okay. Can you read that back to me? If I got it right. So, Ethan, you are the worst human being in the world and I don't like it when you pull my hair and pick your nose from Millie. Close. Close. Enough. Close enough? Okay. And Great. So I will pay with my MasterCard. Do you take credit cards? I do take credit cards. Do you have one? Can you please get that on a 16-minute courier? I would like to get that to him this afternoon. I can do that definitely. Do, where am I going to send them to? Do you exit stolen credit cards? Who did you steal it off? Listen, it's John O'Ben and Sharon here. <laughs> From the edge. How are you? Good. How are you? We're good. We're good. We're sorry. We got nine-year-old Millie to try and order some flowers. It didn't go well. It did very well. I love the message. Yeah, yeah. I love how you just switched from florist to detective in like a second as well. You're like, where, who's, whose credit card is it? Straight away. And how did you remember the card so that well? Was that was ridiculous. I think I missed out a few lines I, there. I, I think I told you to write it down. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of. I got to Ethan and then from Millie, and then the rest I just remembered. Oh, you're <laughs> Gee, you're, well, I tell you what, you are in the right job. Yes. I'd like to send some flowers too <laughs> to a lady called Sharon. Uh, okay, excuse me. <laughs> what do you want them to say? You're called a uh, great friend. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, I got, I backed out of that, I got scared. <laughs> I was getting the dagger Sharon on the I would like to send some uh, flowers to my friend Jono that say to Jono, you're a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd awkwardly like to uh, leave this conversation, as would our florist, I think. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, you have a lovely day. Thank you very much. You, you, go, you can go tell everyone you got prank called today. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hey, see you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. You know what? There's been a whole lot of weird things happening while we've been in America, and we touched on it mm. on Monday, how we witnessed... Sharon this... hooked up with the door guy. That was, <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, that was weird. No, I didn't. He didn't leave a tip. Either. No, I didn't. But one thing we witnessed was this really weird protest when Adam Levine was getting his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. This woman was disgusted and outraged that Adam Levine was receiving a star. Well, he's but... the lead singer for Maroon 5. You know him from The Voice. Exactly. But the rest of Maroon 5 were not getting a star. This is a little clip <laughs> if you missed it the other day. You're totally unfair. You're totally prejudiced. If it wasn't for Maroon 5, Adam Levine never would have been anything. So stop being prejudiced. Stop saying Maroon 5 doesn't deserve the star. It's just ridiculous. And the the next day, I just thought that would be the weirdest thing I saw. The next day, I saw a man sitting outside In-N-Out Burger protesting the fact that In-N-Out Burger didn't open till 10.30 and he thought that it should open at 8am. Well, and spare. he was sitting there with a sign and everything. That was Jono, though, wasn't it? That was me. <laughs> and I was like, this should be open at 10 o'clock. <laughs> the thing is, though, there's nothing else in America to be protested at the moment. Nothing, no, nothing I can I think, I can of, think so, of, no. Uh, these are all very reasonable things that they're <laughs> campaigning for. I, I, um, when I was younger, uh, in my younger days, 
Hence the young. That was a long time ago. <laughs> Can you remember that? It was not. It was the 1930s. <laughs> everything, everything was black and white. Everything was black and white. And uh, at the time, um, darker skinned people couldn't sit at the front oh, of the. No. Bus. So I protested. <laughs> no, that was Rosa Parks. Me and my friend Rosa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we would like to know. Actual uh, I had a story, but now oh, you no, maybe... You, you, you tell me a story. Don't just, like, detach tell yourself your story, to a famous then. moment in history. Yeah, no, because you said I'm not... Anyway, I was just playing along with you saying <laughs> I was old. Anyway, when uh, when uh, we were at uni in Wellington for uh, my grueling six months of radio training... Um, Did you try to do this? <laughs> <laughs> we went to the same radio school, can you tell? Oh, jeez. <laughs> really, I bet you, you passed on random tangent today. <laughs> Now, come on, come on. What happened? So there was a, there was a protest uh, from our neighbours next door to the flat that we were living in who uh, they were on the dole. Oh, yeah. And uh, they were spending all their money on alcohol and stuff. And so they would run out of uh, money sort of within 48 hours mm-hmm. for the week. And uh, then they protested that Wins needed to give them more money. So they went down to <laughs> Wins. <laughs> and without a word of a lie, their sign was, Wins, we need more money. We've run out of money to buy beers. That is terrible. Uh, did it work? Yeah. Worked a treat. No, of course it didn't. <laughs> oh, it didn't work. It's weird the things that people protest about. It's like down south there was a protest about who was the original gangster of the cheese roll recipe and all that sort of stuff. But what is the weirdest one that you've ever seen? The weirdest protest? 0800 The Edge or text us to 3343 right now. Fiona, you've seen a pretty weird one. Yeah, so I was walking up to uni one day um, in Auckland and there was a lady outside uni um, wearing a fake pregnant belly with a big red cross over it, screaming, too many people are having too many babies. And so they what? were protesting that there right. were too many babies. <laughs> That's great. That is so weird. And so was she by herself or did she just look like this weird lady rocking around with a you know, like sympathy belly? It was her, but she had a kid with her. <laughs> We're having too many babies. And like the kids probably sitting there and be like, Mum, do you hate me? Because like, you hate me. And she's like, Shh, there's too many of you. There's too many of you. What you didn't see was this minivan around the corner with her other eight kids. Maybe yeah. she's had too many babies. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, God, Fiona, I hope you got out of there pretty quickly. Maybe it wasn't a protest, just a warning. <laughs> All these kids are killing my life. Thank you for calling the show, Fiona. That's all right. Thank you. All right. Love your work. Thank you very much for calling. I don't know what you do for a job. But I'm sure it's great. <laughs> <laughs> a great job. I'm sure people love your work. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge.